0: And online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports
1: Radio. Welcome to Hour Two of The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Tuesday, May the 30th in the Year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour Two of Episode 870. Uh, listen, if you missed the first hour, you missed a really, really good hour with our good friend, Richard Clark from the Carteret County news times, Carolina coast Online.com. Have you really missed him though? Because he's going to stay with us here for a couple of minutes here into our second hour. Also joining us here in our second hour, second hour, about 10 minutes or so from now is going to be uh, Jackson Massey from uh, North Lenora high school and, uh, the old North state leagues, Kinston Wingman, so we'll be talking to him and uh, getting a preview of their season, which has already started. But their first home game is this Thursday at uh, Lancer Field over at Lenore Community College. But like I said, uh, we'll we'll pivot from uh, NBA basketball to uh, Wood Bat League baseball here in about ten minutes. But uh, thank you, Rich. I appreciate you uh, hanging out uh, into our second hour here. Uh, but I, and I texted you this, I told you, I was going to ask you this and I'm not saying this is some kind of riff or some kind of line. I mean this sincerely, Richard. Uh, if Nikola Jokic is just, he's a goofy looking dude and I'm not denigrating him. (laughs) Hey, this is, I can say he's goofy looking because dude, I'm a goofy looking dude, man. It is what it is. Okay. Do you think if he wasn't, you know, this Humpty Dumpty looking guy, you know, uh, tall and he lo- it looks like he lumbers up and down the court. I mean, he's, he he doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't want to insult the guy because he is the best player in basketball right, right now. Right. But, but if he didn't look the way he looks, do you, and I mean, the sincer- I'm asking you this as a sincere question, Rich. <laughs> if, jo- if Jokic didn't look the way he looked and maybe he was a little more sleek, Uh, would he be taken more seriously, do you think, or am I just being superficial?
0: Uh, Maybe a little bit, yes. I think that's part of it. I think the other part is he plays in Denver. Okay. Um, So, as you just said a little while ago, most people have not seen him play. I think because you look at, you remember Porzingis played with New York, with the Knicks, and everybody, you know, (laughs) he got a fair amount of publicity. Good comparison. And he's not half the player that Joker is. So I think if he was playing a different market, uh, it might, would help him. But truthfully, he may not could have developed at the pace he developed at if he was in a different market. You know, Denver was able – I don't know numbers off the top of my head, but I want to say this first season he averaged like eight points a game or something. Wow! So, yeah, and now he's a part of that – he he almost averaged a triple-double, I think. Actually, I think, I think he might have again the Lakers series. So think about that for a minute, a 30-point triple-double – In the playoffs, so that's heavy duty stuff, man. Even even with the rate, the scoring rate being what it is in this particular era of basketball, it's a little bit different. So comparing numbers is difficult, but it's still a big feat, regardless.
1: Well, try this on for size, dude. Okay, while you were talking there, I went ahead and looked him up just to see, uh, you know, his year by year. He didn't even play for them the year he was drafted. I forgot that, dude. He was drafted in the second round and did not play for them in the uh, 14-15 season. His first season with them was a 15-16 season. And, golly, basketball reference, do better. I'm trying to find uh, per game. Well, no, dude, he averaged – oh, no, that was per 36 minutes. Come on, just tell me what his average was. (sighs) Dude, this is crazy. I can't even find – what his average it should was. be
0: toward the end.
1: This is sad. This is called great show prep here. And I'm sure everybody, uh, listening Oh right no,
2: there. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy to find.
1: Well, he scored <laughs> there seven it is right there. there. Okay. Help me, help me then.
0: His first year, he averaged 10 points a game.
1: Okay. Well, there 2015, 2016. There yeah. you go. But I had forgotten that he didn't play the first year though, dude.
0: Yeah. I, I did, honestly had forgotten that as well. Wow. See, but that just goes to show you that, you know, would he have been able to do that if the Knicks had taken him in the first round or, or the Lakers or somebody of that magnitude? Because whether we want it or not, those those organizations do have different pressures. So,
1: Well, again, say he would have – I mean, to going 41 overall, he could have been
0: drafted by anybody in the NBA. Anybody, that year. Everybody had at least one shot at it. Yes, they did. And a good chunk of teams had two shots
1: say- I mean obviously he is where he needs to be. I mean, there's no doubt about that in Denver. what he's done there is amazing two uh m v p s probably should have been the m v p this year if there just hadn't been so much pressure from uh from external sources to uh you know yeah. to get somebody yeah. else in and, and that's all I'm gonna say about that but uh he's in the perfect situation what where else could you have seen him? I mean, develop him the way that he was developed? Or is there another franchise where that would have happened?
0: You know, I don't think I don't know. In this kind of day and era, it's hard to say. You know, you hear people talk about player development all the time. But who actually does it? Look at these teams' rosters and look at the turnover and all that. Are they really developing? I mean, as of this particular moment in the NBA, the only teams that I would say are definitely developing talent uh, Oklahoma City, and I guess you can make a case for Miami, given all the undrafted. Although I'm not sure that's why they have those undrafted. I think some of those are just luck. I think they're undrafted because they're paying Duncan Robinson to Cal Lowry $200 million between the two of them. Good God. So who who else are you going to go get? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, the player development part has kind of gone to the wayside. You know, I saw an interesting quote from one of the former players and he was saying how the league, you know, back in the day it was a man's league and, but today it's a boy's league and he's not completely wrong in the sense that you're bringing in these 19 year olds and are you giving them the proper tools to be successful? Because ultimately that's the, that's the main goal, isn't it? If you're in charge of an organization or whatever it might be, isn't your main goal supposed to be putting your people in the proper situation to be successful and giving them the resources to do it. And if you're not doing that with a 19-year-old basketball player, what are you doing? Why are you even drafting him? Because yeah. he's not going to be ready. He's just not. And so you need to spend the time and the coaching and all that to get the guy. Look at look at Alexander. Look at where he's come from since he was sitting on the Clippers bench, Shea Gildreth. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's development. You can make a case that some of the development in Chile, although I don't trust that process, to, <laughs> to borrow their term. So I think he's probably in the right place, kind of hidden away in the mountain. You know, there wasn't a lot of pressure on him, and he was able to develop at the pace, Joker, uh, Vic, the, the case that, at the pace that was comfortable for him.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, well, let's a uh, final question here for you, Rich. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us here into our second hour. Uh, game one, Thursday, when we talk uh, next week at this time, we will already have uh, two games down, getting ready to play game three on Wednesday, June the 7th. But, uh, so we're, we're going to be able to talk. But I would love at this point, and we can compare it from a week from now, who wins this series? Denver Nuggets versus Miami Heat NBA Finals. Who you got, Richard Clark?
0: I'm going to say Denver and five, Um, but, you know, like I said, there is a world where Miami can steal a game and get back to Miami and get some rest because um, I think this altitude is going to be tough on them. They're not an extremely deep team, and, you know, we'll see. I think the second half of that first game Thursday night is really going to be – you're going to see it. I mean, think about what they got to do right now. The Heat's got to go back, get their stuff, and then fly to Denver and play in that altitude. And by all accounts, that's a real thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So um, it should be very, very taxing on them. But, you know, Miami's shown they got heart over and over and over. So, you know, at this point, throwing money against Jimmy Butler seems to be a <laughs> a fool's bet. But, you know. <laughs> I got
1: to tell you, man, having seen everything Miami has done. I mean, not that I have the opportunity here. I can't wait till sports betting is is available here in uh, North Carolina. But I wouldn't be afraid to put a few shekels or a few jelly beans on Miami. I mean, just for I no, mean, Denver's minus three sixty. So that means to make a hundred dollars, you've got to bet three hundred and sixty dollars. For the Nuggets, why not put a hundred bucks on the Heat, and you know you could make uh, four hundred dollars on a hundred dollar bet, or what? You know what I'm saying? Get four times your money by doing that. I mean, why not? What have they? Well, all they have done is shown you this entire postseason that they they enjoy being in this role.
0: Well, and and take it a step further to piggyback what you're saying. Look around who which who's got experience in these kind of series. Denver has zero. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. You know, if you're going to take that as into the equation, now Miami's got all the experience. You know, Butler, and and he's been in all these moments. So the one thing I would say is, do they have anything, any answer for Joker? I mean, is Bam going to be able to do anything with him? Because we saw what it looked like when they put somebody small on him at the Lakers series. Yeah. They put Hachimori on We saw what happened there. It took about a half a game, <laughs> and then Joker figured it out and was punishing them, absolutely punishing them. Yeah. So I don't know what their answer is going to be. you really going to put Billy Zeller on him?
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Hey, Rich, exactly. got to go. We got to get uh, uh, Coach Massey up here on the line with us. But, dude, we did, we did an hour, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Hey, dude, I will talk to you later. and uh, well, I, Hey, I'm sure we'll be messaging Thursday night, okay? All right, sounds good. There you go. That's Richard Clark Carteret County News Times Carolina Coast online.com Let's get uh, Coach Massey up here on our uh, on the uh, guest line here with us, and it is the Spence Automotive guest line uh, that uh, Coach Massey is going to be joining us on. Thank you to Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go, to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone Building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive, owned by our good friend and local sports riding legend Keith Spence, is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service when you need new tires, and tell him, the Brian Hank Show sent you, and joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line is a man who wears many hats. Uh, not only is he the head baseball coach at North Lenora High School, not only is he uh, a proud father and uh, just one of the good guys out there, not only is he the co-athletics director at North Lenora High School, He's also the head coach of, uh, the Kinston wingman of the old North state league. We're going to dive into that here in a little bit, but thank you so much for joining us this morning here on the Brian Hank show this morning. It's coach Jackson Massey. Uh, again, all these titles, what, what do I call, are you the coach of the Kinston wingman? Are you the manager? Uh, what, what title are you using there? Coach?
2: Uh, I'm just the guy that likes to yell at the umpires and, uh, <laughs> Sit there and watch our my assistants do my job. So, <laughs> um, no, nah, I would just say the head coach or the manager, either either one is fine. And uh, but it, it's been it's been a fun start to the
1: summer. Well, very good, and we are going to dive into that. Uh, the first home game for the Kenston Wingmen—they're going to be playing all their home games this season over at lenore Community College at Lancers Field. At Lenora Community College is this Thursday. Uh, so uh, we're going to do our best to get out there and, and see as many games as we can this year, Coach. I mean, this is a pretty exciting prospect of having a, another option for baseball. Well, of course, we've got the Down East Wood Ducks that play at Granger Stadium. They're at home all week this week, but it's going to be neat to uh, get out and see this brand of baseball. And we're going to get that in a little bit, but since I have you here on the line and uh, you know we love us some North and North Hawks here on the Brian Hanks Show, I just kind of wanted we didn't get a chance to do it at the end of the season here on the air. You and I talked uh, person-to-person last uh, week but I just wanted you to put a coda just to put a you know to tie up the 23 season for the North North Hawks an amazing season Uh, the East Central 2A championship uh, the number one seed going into the playoffs out of that make it all the way to the third round I just wanted to give you an opportunity coach when you look back and you've had a a couple of weeks now to do it uh, you look back on this 23 North North Hawks season what are you going to remember the most about it sir
2: well, I think just the the brotherhood that the guys have with each other um it, it was just an extremely fun year and with with these seniors you know we graduated eleven seniors and um not just this year but just their whole four years together um seeing how close they got the the bonds that they that they uh, made throughout this game that we play um that's probably what I'm going to take out of it most of the time um, and we were really talented talented bunch um you know the kids had fun they played hard they gave me everything that i asked of them um and we just came up a little short and i think that uh you know i told the guys after the game that you know we play this team 10 times in, with camden county and no disrespect to them we play them 10 times i think we beat them eight or nine and they just you know got the best of us that day they played better than us and uh they deserved a win and, and they made a little run too i think they lost in Game three of the Eastern Finals uh, to South Granville. So I mean, they're 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 well coached ball club. But as far as our guys, man, it's it's just tough to replace a group like that. Um, this was an extremely tight group, and, and we're going to miss them. And the stuff that we're going to miss really has nothing to do with how good of a baseball player they were. Uh, it just has a lot more to do with just what type of people they were. And um, you know, it's, it's going to be different around the ballpark for sure uh, in the future. But uh, just the way that these guys played together and, and fought for each other. That's that's all you can ask for as a head coach.
1: And that's the common refrain that you've said all year. I mean, you knew the talent that was on this team, and you've had some talented teams in your time over in Wheat Swamp, Coach. And, and I know every team has its own distinct, you know, feel to it. It has its own distinct, uh, you know, familial feel to it. But where where is this one to this point in your career at North Lenora, Coach? What were – where does it rank i mean is it the best that you've had (laughs) i know Um, i know that's like saying hey uh i do it with linda all the time she's got three sons and i always pick on her about which one's your favorite son she's like they're all the same to me brian well (laughs) surely one of them is above the. nope nope they're all uh they're tied for first and i know i'm kind of putting you in that position coach massey but but i'm gonna ask you i mean where does this team that just wrapped up this 23 season where do they rank in the in the great teams you've had over in wheat swamp coach
2: man i i don't know if i can give like i'm going to be boring and give like the <laughs> the correct answer but the the one thing i'll say about this team is number one they had they had a ton of expectations that were on their shoulders uh, at the start of the year um and and they embraced it i mean th- these guys we we just worked really hard to get to where we were by the end of the season um you know we had some some injuries some things just didn't work out like we thought it was going to uh, but these guys just kept coming up, coming to work, kept showing up every single day. And, and the resiliency that they showed is, is really what puts them as one of the top teams that I've had. And and, and everything, you know, it, it, it's just different. Like each team presents different challenges or different obstacles that you have to go over as a program. And um the one thing I'll say about this group, uh, this team, and and really these seniors is, you know, number one, their freshman year, they didn't have a coach. They didn't have a season because the coach got cut after three games. Their sophomore year, um, we had the coven shortened season. We won the conference. Uh, we made it to the then it was the fourth round of the playoffs because right there only 16 teams made the postseason that year in, uh, in 2021. Um, last year they made it to the Eastern finals with a team full of juniors. And we had two, se- we had two seniors in our program. And then this year they win another conference championship and uh, we make it to the third round of the playoffs and we're three outs away from making it to the fourth round. So as far as I was talking to them and as far as, you know, you take away, obviously coach Montague's run with like 2005, 2006, 2007, as far as a four year tenure in North and North baseball, theirs is right there with, with anybody, in my opinion. Um, you know, two conference championships, the Eastern Finals appearance, uh, and then having to deal with all the COVID stuff in general to where you start your high school year and you don't even play as a freshman. I mean, that's a lot of time that they lost as, as growth as a, as a baseball player. Um, so they're up there, man, just because of all the stuff that we've been through together. Um, but I, I don't. I'm going to plead the fifth as far as under, like <laughs> ranking where they where they land on the, on my all time list.
1: Well, I can tell you, uh, like I said, Linda hates when I do that to her, and I pick on and just you'll get a kick out of this, Coach. I rank her kids, her three sons, one <laughs> two, three, and like all these different categories, and it, because you know I never had any kids, Coach. I feel like they should have to earn my
2: love and respect, okay?
1: Instead well, of you it, know. look,
2: it's the same way. I, I've got an older <laughs> brother, and I know that I'm the favorite in my family. <laughs> so, I, mean, I get it. I uh, love it you know but yeah they are a special group they, they will always hold a special place uh here at north and, north and and personally with me absolutely that voice you're listening to is jackson massey
1: he's a head baseball coach co-athletics director at north Honor high school and i let me get one more question well i, I got two more north Honor questions for you here real quick coach number one is yes i mean you had just a great senior class i mean and Just everything that they contributed to the program and kept this program just as solid and as awesome as it's been for decades now. But coach, you lose them going into next year. But there's talent on this team. You've got a number one pitcher in Jackson Jenkins that's coming back. You've got some pretty good players. Uh, kind of, and I know you know how ESPN does the way too early <laughs> predictions <laughs> and stuff. Let's do it with North and North baseball, which is uh, one of the preeminent programs in the state of North Carolina. Uh, Six players coming back, but tell me about the JV players that are going to be coming up. What are you anticipating for it? Yes, and I know it's so unfair, but uh, what are you anticipating for the 24 season with your North Lenore Hawks, coach?
2: Well, I expect us to be competitive and and compete for a conference championship. Um, You know, we've got some, we missed a lot, we're we're losing a lot this year, Um, but the guys that were coming back, you know, we got a guy with Jack the center of varsity starter for two years. Uh, we got Eli Kearney, who's pitched in some of the biggest moments that of any pitcher in my time here at North Lenore. Uh, we got Blake Crawford, uh, who obviously his talent is through the roof, and, you know, he's going to UNCW after in the fall of 2024. Um, you know, we, we've got the, the ability to still continue to be a, a really good program. Um, I love our, our JV coach, Josh Ayers. Uh, he, he doesn't get enough credit for what he does with the JV guys because, you know, as a JV coach, every year you have to deal with, you know, losing possibly some of your better players if we pull them up to varsity or anything like that. And that's exactly what happened this year with, you know, we pulled up three sophomores and, um, and Josh just continues to do what he, what he's really good at and developing our pitchers and, um, you know, that's really where the camaraderie starts is at the JV level with him. So, I mean, we, we've got a, we've got a good core coming back. Um, yes, it's important for some of those JV guys to step up next year and, and earn a spot. Um, but the big thing with our guys is, you know, we, we really got to start in the fall in the, in, in the weight room and, and hopefully they're doing something this summer, whether they're playing Scholastic or Legion ball or anything like that. But you know I don't think North and North is going anywhere um and you know like I said I I love the guys that we got coming through and you know we'll try to the main thing is we got to get in it together and if we play together and we we understand what we're really doing out here uh there's no doubt that we'll have a competitive team next year to and try to attain those same goals
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. Last question for you, uh, in North Lenore related, before we get into uh, the Kinston Wingman, is uh, just, you know what? You're the co-athletics director. Uh, you and Coach Carson, uh, you know, I she's been married for 20 years, and I still almost call her Coach Humphrey every single time, Coach. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy.
2: Well, I don't know if I told you this. Whenever I first got to North Lenore, um, her office, uh, this was back when the newspapers were real popular, uh, she's got a bunch of clippings all over her windows. And I kept reading, I was like, Humphreys, Humphreys, Humphreys Humphreys does this, Humphreys does this. and I finally asked her, I was like, Who is this Humphrey girl? And uh, she was like, Well that was my maiden name I was like, Oh okay. So yeah, uh, I mean she she's the stuff that she's done here as a softball coach and a volleyball coach um i always joke with her all the time as far as what building they're going to name her, and uh and things like that but yeah she she's awesome she's amazing
1: uh, that softball field definitely needs to be named after her eventually yeah but uh you did you know uh, not that i'm going to toot my own horn here uh, coach <laughs> but you did see the bylines on those stories right absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah I, I used to be a sports reporter believe it or not coach uh back yeah. in the day uh, again, Jackson Massey, I did. Uh, one last question here about uh, North and just, As the co-athletics director, I'm going to ask you to switch hats from uh, being the baseball coach to now putting your athletics director hat on. A very good year for North and North. In fact, I would say better than average. Football struggled a little bit. But uh, your soccer programs uh, made strides, I felt like, this year. Your basketball program did something ahead. Your boys' basketball program did something it had never done before in sweeping the regular season from uh, Kenston High School. They had, I think, a, I would give them a, a B plus, A minus rating myself. Of course, what your baseball team did. Coach Hatcher bringing him in over on the softball side too. Hey, I'm going to ask you just to put a bow on the 2022-23 athletic
2: season at North Lenore, Coach it was an extremely successful year. Um, you know, number one, going with going to basketball, people don't understand how tough it is to win around here. Um, you know, when you're dealing with Kinston and, and green central and, you know, we didn't, we haven't played them in the past couple of years, but you always have foreign ball right in your area as well. Like it's an extremely tough conference and it's an extremely tough area, uh, for, for high school basketball. And, and Coach Lawson did an amazing job and, and he had some really good players that really had a, got a lot of confidence and bought in. And uh, so I was extremely proud of the winter sports. Um, our wrestling team did an amazing job as well. We, I think we sent three guys to state. Um, you know, and going into the spring, you got Coach Asher, you know, doing a great job in his first year at, with a softball team and making the playoffs and. Um, and then with our girls' soccer team, we hired a new coach this year in soccer as well. Um, Zach Jenkins, uh, his dad, Reggie Jenkins, was a longtime ag teacher out here. Uh, the only downfall about him is he's an NC State fan. <laughs> um, but Zach is a young kid. Zach played soccer here when I first started. And, you know, he. I think our girls missed the playoffs by point zero zero two the on the high school athletics ranking, um, and you know obviously like the schools in our conference it's, they're, they're rich in soccer tradition as well. Uh, so overall man, I would say it was consistent. I think we we're, we're really getting the right people in place um, and really doing a good job of, of holding our own in this conference and holding our own around the area and hopefully it just continues to grow from there. Well, there you go. Uh, i tell you what, before we
1: segue over to Kenston Wingman, uh, let me thank our good friends over at uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the uh, sponsor. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs. or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at infolenore.org at or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right back to the big interview here. It's uh, Jackson Massey. Yes, he's the head baseball coach at North Lenore High School. Yes, he's a co-athletics director there, too. He's also the head baseball coach of this old North state league team, the Kinston Wingmen, who are, uh, playing this year or obviously in Kinston, going to be at Lenore community college. First off, uh, tell us this coach. How did you get involved with, uh, the, uh, the wingman in the old North state league coach?
2: Well, uh, a good buddy of mine, um, his name is Rob Wooten. Uh, he played, uh, he was with the Brewers for a while. He made the big league with the Reds for a couple of years. Um, He's from Charles B. Acock, and me and him just kind of grew up together. Our families grew up together, and he called me over the summer and asked, you know, what my thoughts were about it, and I did, you know, kind of my research, and, um, you know, I felt comfortable enough with our summer program here at North and with, with Coach Ayers running that um, to where I didn't feel like it was hurting North and by any means. Um, so I thought about it for a while, and I was like, you know, it would be neat to, to get my feet just coaching some college kids and and, and doing something a little different. Um, so I agreed to do that last towards the end of last summer. Um, you know, originally it was all in Goldsboro, and, and I guess fortunately, like with all the stuff that's going on now, like, you know, it, it's kind of worked out with us playing the LCC. And um, so, I mean, overall I've been very pleased with it so far, the talent level in the league, um, the kids that we have in our in our – program. Um, I, I've been very pleased with it so far. I had a couple, of, I had a little hesitation at the beginning. And, um, you know, after we had lost with high school with North north you know, I, the last thing I wanted to do was be around another ball field. And, um, but after, you know, once we started playing, once we practiced and things like that, uh, I got back in the swing of things and, you know, so it's it's been, it's been fun. You know, we've we've only played one game right now. Uh, we've had a bunch of rain outs the, this past week, but we play tonight. Uh, we go to Fayetteville tonight, um, and, you know, there's a lot of buzz around it. And, and you know, I, I give credit to my GM, uh, Billy Stern, uh, who's done an amazing job promoting the program and promoting the team. And uh, it's it's just been fun. I will say that, and, and I'm looking forward to see really what we can do.
1: I got to tell you, uh, and as someone who is totally outside your bubble, Coach, and uh, just I, honestly, and I'm not denigrating the product at all. I didn't even know what the old North State League was originally. But I got to tell you, what you were talking about your GM, just the buzz is out there. Now, I think a lot of that is due to you know the news that broke last week about the, the Wood Ducks being sold and being moved yeah. uh, to Spartanburg. But, hey, you talk about someone that's jumped on and there is a significant buzz with sports fans here in uh in Kenston and Lenore County, about this wingman team they're going to rename the team they're asking for uh you know obviously wingman I'm assuming was an homage to Seymour Johnson and to you know the Air Force of Wayne County. Oh uh, what, what would you like to see that let's, let's get your, you know, you're the coach of the team on the field. Do you have any favorites? Cause there's been a lot of nominations to this point and you can do it. Make your nomination by going to the Facebook page of the Kenston wingman, put your vote in there. I know Zach Hawcomb, who's a big, uh, Wood Ducks fan is trying to get everybody to do the lock noose monsters. I got to I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to fit on the front of your Jersey there, coach, but uh, are there any, uh, are there any names that you're leaning towards coach?
2: Well, I I personally, I like the Ironclads. Okay. Um, that was one of my top ones. And then I didn't know if you could switch it. I know, you know, you being from around the West, like I think what's Cherryville, the Ironman or They're something like Iron that? They're the yes, sir. You know, I thought that would have been kind of neat. Um, I saw the Loch Ness Monsters. <laughs> um, I, that would have to grow on me a little bit. Uh, but again, like I, I really don't, I think it's up to the community and up to the fans based off of everything I've read. Um, but if I, if I had to put my vote towards something, I really did like the ironclads. Um, and the, the marketing people of this whole league, like you should see some of these uniforms that were um, teams that were playing. I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're really, really good with, with developing logos and mascots and all that kind of stuff. And like I know, for example, we play, uh, this team called the Sand Hill Bogies, who's out of Pinehurst and their jerseys look like a golf sweater vest. I mean it's re- it's really neat um what they're doing and, and you know like the team we're playing today is uh the Fayetteville shoots and they're obviously talking about the uh the parachute guys of the, out of the uh out of the Bay- uh, air force base down there and all that kind of stuff and, and so it, it's really neat they they really do enjoy tying the team name to the community and um so it, it's fun to be a part of it and uh but yeah I Whatever they decide to name us, you know, I I don't worry about that. Like, we'll just go out there, and and our main goal is just to put a good product on the field.
1: Absolutely. That voice you're listening to. Yes, he's got his third hat on this morning since we've started. He's the – Head coach of the Kinston Wingmen uh, who start their uh, – re- or they've already started the season, but they had their first home game this Thursday at Lancers Field or Lancer Field at Lenore Community College. I want to talk about your roster a little bit, Coach, and first one thing that I think really sells the Wingmen to this community as I'm looking at your roster right now. You've got players, obviously. Well, we've, we've got to talk about uh, that, that pitcher. You've got Luke Cannon. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But uh, Luke Cannon, who has uh, committed to Campbell University and will be playing for them. Uh, but uh, just you've got him. You've got three LCC players. You've got, looks like, two or three uh, Mount Olive players. This is a, a team that people are going to, and, and I'm not denigrating the Wood Ducks at all. Love the Wood Ducks. But I mean, that's a, a minor league professional team. You don't really know any of the players on that team. Folks, when they go out and see a wingman game, they're going to recognize names. They're going to recognize these players that play for them, aren't they, Coach?
2: They are, and I, I think the important thing with with what we're trying to do with with our roster build up is, you know, we want guys that are going to be coming back here for not just this summer, but for the next two or three summers as well. Um, and, and you know, so we have some local ties. Uh, We got two kids on the team. that They they went to college. Uh, One of them went to Belmont Abbey. One of them went to Flagler College down in Florida. Uh, But they went to high school at Charles B. Acock. So there's another tie close to the community. Um, We got some Johnson County kids. Uh, You know, really outside, we got a few kids from Texas. And our center fielder is from San Diego State. And, you know, outside of them, we do have a ton of local kids. You know, we got Chase Pierce, who... He's playing his college ball down at Brunswick Community, but he played at East Duplin High School. Um, we got another kid from East Duplin High School on the program, in the program. Um, so we're trying to get it as local as we can. At the end of the day, we want the best players to help us win, but luckily for where we're at in the area, there's a lot of good players right here in your backyard. And so wherever they go to college, you know, we, we would love for them to have that homegrown feel, um, because that's going to make people show up. Yep. you know you remember these kids you might not have watched these guys since they were in high school and now you get to see them again as they as they they've grown into a better ball player and a college player and so that's really what we're trying to do um you know and like i said we got some other kids and they blended so well with the kids that aren't from here like i was talking to our Texas boys the other day, and, and I just found out that they had Bojangles for the first time ever. And, <laughs> it changed you know, their that, lives, didn't it, Coach? Yeah, well, and, and they they tried to get into a healthy debate about comparing that to a couple of places out west, and I I just stopped the <laughs> conversation right there because uh, I just didn't want to believe it, or and I'm never going to go out that far to try the new restaurant or, or the place they're talking about, so i'm bojangles or bust and um (laughs) but it's it's just fun man the kids like being around each other and it's just a good atmosphere to be around
1: it is and they've got the the best coach to do it too in our neck of the woods listen uh coach jackson massey thank you so much for joining us this morning can we have you on a couple more times this summer as we get uh, ready for big games over at lancer field
2: absolutely i appreciate
1: it hey listen appreciate you thank you so much for everything good luck to the wingman can't wait to get out there and and see you guys play some baseball this summer sir all
2: right thanks
1: Brian. there you go that's jackson massey uh kinston wingman head coach north Lenora head baseball coach uh, north Lenora co-athletics director hey let's get john and jonathan in here play the birthday game we'll come back and wrap up the show right after that Today is Tuesday, May the 30th in the year of the Lord 2023. And yes, yes, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Yesterday was a historic day here on the birthday game. We've done, what, 860 of these or whatever. And we have never finished a day in a tie. Usually we'll break the tie. Yes. And so we'll have a winner for that day. but john as you know we kind of went long yesterday and uh you don't say and we made the three of us made the command decision that hey let's just end it in a tie Mm -hmm. so again we've never done this before you lead john dawson 11 days to nine to one yes how about that that is uh that is awesome that is awesome i got it and it was memorial day you, you had yesterday off didn't you john yes you had yesterday off didn't you jonathan
3: Brian, I'm the father of a young child. I don't have any
1: days off. You had a day off from your place of employment. I'd rather be there. <laughs> <God>. Wow. <laughs> when you get John like that, when John does the <laughs> head tilt and his eyes kind of tilt away from you, you know you've said something funny. Go run, tell that. <laughs> <laughs> run, tell that indeed. Uh, but it was just, we needed, I like when we do new things, John Dawson. You might want to
4: rephrase that and look at Massey when you say it.
1: It keeps our relationship fresh, Jonathan Massey.
4: <laughs> yeah. I told you that beard balm he gave you was going to come back to bite you.
1: There you go. There you go.
4: You're the one that went to the Brazilian place. Hey, what can I say?
1: not me We're
4: to take it or not far enough because I don't know
1: where
2: you're going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I figured if I said that, he would stop. <laughs> Okay, we've got a problem, not a problem here, John and Jonathan. Oh, we've, we've got, got several a, problems. We have lots of problems.
4: The only problem we have now is talking about our sponsors.
1: That, that's where I was going with That is mm. typically, that's exactly where I was going. Mm. The winner of the day before does the Goika we, well, we don't even do reads anymore. We do it from the heart. Nobody reads anything on this show anymore, or on the birthday game anymore. You know, how do we, I don't know how we handle this. Do I do the read since, you know, you two tied and maybe I do the Go Eco. Uh, I, think,
4: I think Massey and I should do it simultaneously. <laughs> I love it. Just
3: see how far off we are from each other right now. I
4: love it. Uh,
3: or you, if you want
4: to, you
1: can. No, you no, never I think this is more entertaining? I don't, don't know. Do. How
4: about this? How about you say, you do a sentence, then I'll do a sentence, and we'll see what
1: happens. It's almost like a Saturday Night Live. Uh, uh, skit that they do on uh, Weekend Update where they get the two people that are singing a song that they've oh, not quite uh, written. It It yeah. was
3: um, Fred Armisen and Kristen Wiig.
1: There you go. It is hilarious. one of the few hilarious things they do on Saturday Night Live anymore. And I don't, think it's they don't even do it, it anymore. They haven't done it in probably eight years. But it was hilarious where they were releasing an album, allegedly. Mm-hmm. and
3: Always holiday-themed.
1: Yeah, always holiday-themed. You don't remember this part? I didn't watch it during that time. But they, they were getting get oh, that part was good. You know what? I've got to find it, dude. Oh, my God. Shoot. We've got what? <laughs> what was it called? Uh,
3: I don't remember. I really don't remember. It, they were they had names. That's all I remember. That, like, that's the, the characters. Oh,
1: dude, the last thing that I just looked at here on. Uh, hold on.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Read your browser history. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what well, the last thing that I did here was Bloodhound Game, The Bad Touch. Oh, God. I watched that video when they're dressed up like monkeys. Remember that? Yep, 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 yep. yep, That's
3: one we should never talk about. This
1: is the only thing on WR and SAM right now. Well, here it is, Garth and Cat. That's right, and uh, this is them singing uh, ho- Halloween songs. It's like madly. I think theater. everyone could agree the only thing that's more exciting than Halloween is Halloween music. Here tonight to talk about their much-anticipated holiday album are the two best-looking people I've ever seen in person: singer-songwriters Garth and Cat. This is hilarious. Isn't it? <laughs>
4: We literally just got off of a hayride.
0: (laughs) They've got hay
1: all over. Okay, well, don't worry about it. So, um, Garth and Cat, you guys are going to sing a few songs off this album. Uh, Are you ready to go? Do you need a minute? Oh, no, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready ready and prepared. We're ready ready. to do it. Okay, well, uh, I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Let's hear one.
2: Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, our first song is... Halloween party.
4: That's exactly right. Halloween party. Ready?
2: Okay.
0: And ready. Go.
1: Maybe it's funnier when you watch it because oh, it is man. very funny. Oh, it's, no. yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's more of a physical so, thing yeah. they're doing. Well, <laughs> but what they do is and they did, did you know this wasn't scripted? I had read that before. This this part of it I right can here believe is not it. scripted. <laughs> I tell you were, it
3: would be more impressive if it
4: was scripted. I don't think you could script that.
1: But it's awesome. But uh, so we're
4: going to, who's Garth and who's Kat? I think it was time to talk about local birthday by now. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to call you Garth. Uh, okay. Over there, John. And, I will uh, not Jonathan be called that cat. name. You better come up with another one. <laughs> okay. Will you be called Cat, John? I, I don't care.
3: <laughs> anyway, is. we're going to try to do the GoEco read simultaneously. Okay. We'll so so we're, not gonna tra- we're not going to trade lines. Oh, we can trade. Yeah, we can trade let's lines. Trade lines. <laughs> Just like, like a mad lib theater.
1: <laughs> okay. I love it. So let's start with you, Jonathan. Okay.
4: The fine folks over at GoEco Office Automation—they're the type of people who want your business because they earn your business. And they earn your business by offering the best client service in the region. Because your business, although it may be going okay right now, they can make it go even higher. And if you want your
3: business to reach that peak, you need to go and talk to Jock Pasleg and the fine folks. Over at
1: Goeco Office Automation. And oh, my God. That was awesome. I'm serious. That was very good. I like mm-hmm. that. Maybe I'm we should actually, do this every day.
3: I'm, I'm low-key kind of impressed with I, how that I, went. I am, too. Okay. But we, didn't, we also didn't try to mess with each other.
4: It's true. Yeah.
3: Or you can just give him a call at 252. 252. 286. 286. 286
1: 53. Oh. See, this is where you should do the five. God,
3: I, oh, I, don't,
4: okay. I don't know the number. 252, 252. 252.
3: 286.
1: 286. 286
4: 53. 53.
1: 54. 54. Or what's the website over there, John Dawson? I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> we've only done this. Uh, Goeconc.com. Really? dot what,
1: <laughs> what is Goeco eco. All right, John, are we stressing you out? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, because because <laughs> he a little genuinely bit. doesn't know it. But we do it every day here on the show. I don't. Do you listen to when we're oh, talking? Dear God, <laughs> I,
3: I I just weirdly remember it. I don't know why. But sometimes, even I forget it.
4: Wow. We've
3: we've witnessed that a bunch.
4: What is GoEco and GoEcoNC.com?
1: Yeah. There I there you go. Okay. Or as he would go ding ding ding. Ding 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 indeed. Okay. Uh he was a drummer for this band. Oh.
4: Paul Simeon or Topper Heaton? Topper
1: Heaton. <laughs> Hear that drum? Yep.
2: Please tell me that was Topper Heaton playing. Yes. There.
1: Okay, good. Should I stay or should I go? I'm gonna go with go. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Who is this? The, the clash. clash. The Clash. So you got A little loud there, dog. Okay.
4: I never got in. I mean, they're fine. I don't mind them. They were supposed to be the. They were supposed to be taking the mantle from the Who, and they actually opened for the Who on their '82 tour. I never got the big deal. I'm just being honest.
1: I can appreciate that. They're one of
4: those bands that you're supposed to love, and I just didn't. Nah, I'm neutral. The song I mean, I just have... the song. I like the song "London Calling," but can we play that? No, this is uh, one song. that's not a fan of uh, me. Well, "Rock the Casbah" was pretty cool. It's, like fine. It? it's all right. I just I stay or I go eh. yeah. neutral, as Massey would say. There you go. Chorus.
0: Yeah.
1: If I go, there will be trouble. Double. Take it, John. And if I
4: stay, there will be double. So come on, let
0: me
1: I guess. Who do we? I'll flip a coin for who gets to go first. Massey or, can go first. Massey, you get to go first. Thanks. Topper Heaton. Yeah, that's probably smart. Uh, Topper Heaton. Heaton or Heaton? Heaton.
0: Let me do a little math here. You do
1: a little math. I like this song. I actually like this song. Come on and let, let me, know. me know. Should I cool it or should I blow You know a little math. That's a pretty good 68. riff. I'll say this though. That's a pretty good riff though. I mean that or or You don't think so? Not know, particularly. Really? Why not? It just doesn't do
4: anything for me.
1: Okay. Hey. They're just, you know, it is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it? What'd you say? 68.
1: He was born May the 30th in the year of our Lord, 1950. what math were you
3: doing over there? You said the 1982 tour. I figured yeah. they would be in their mid to late 20s. There you go. I promise so I should get half take... of that point.
1: <laughs> no uh okay uh are you lead one and nothing john <laughs> Jonathan massey that was cool i've never seen that before uh, you shot an arrow and that was neat that yeah. was neat. right into his heart right
3: i shot an arrow and it hit a bird
1: uh, there you go ding 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 okay hey this next birthday does this feel so right I say, if, as soon as I say it, I'll give it away. So I don't want to give it away. I want y'all to listen to a few bars first. Surprise! he didn't get it immediately. He'll get it here. Grandpa. The Judds?
0: Hell, or...
1: I'm actually a little mad at you right now, Jonathan. How in the <laughs> world do you let John <laughs> Dawson get the Judds before you?
3: You want to know how many times I've ever listened to the Judds? Really? Okay.
1: I guess I. Did. Yeah, I, I was a I figured you growing fan. up, maybe you heard the judge. Maybe know?
3: accidentally.
1: <laughs> God, that's funny, uh, but yeah, this is Winona Judd. As yeah. you know, her mom tragically passed away sometime in the past couple of years by by her own hand. Mm-hmm. So uh, tragic, tragic death there. But Winona Judd, today is her birthday. John Dawson, how old is she today? Oh, of I mean,
4: course. How do I know the Judd's better than you two?
1: And I don't even like country music.
4: You're a lady. Said, <laughs> Pretty song, though.
1: This is... Uh, it's too loud, no. really Sorry. This is Grandpa Tell Me About the Good Old Days. Very good. Nona Judd, how old is she today there, John Dawson? 58. You say 58. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 59. She was born. May the 30th in the year of the Lord, 1964. Indeed, Jonathan Massey, she is 59 years old today. Congratulations. You know what, dude? All he's got to do is uh, win one more day, and he clinches this month. That's right.
3: Just one more, John.
1: Just one more, dude. You've got this. oh okay uh this next one uh hold on you're not a fan i'm gonna go ahead and, it's a rock band but mm-hmm. i'm i know already you're not a fan so i'm well, just at gonna, least he's warning you beforehand i i yes i am yes i am uh talk amongst yourselves why um okay here we go here we go like i said i know you're not a fan but uh he's a key member of this band Oh, is it getting... "Rage Against the Machine"? Yeah, it's "Bulls on Parade." It's clean version. I got. Uh, Make sure I got the clean version here.
3: Is it the guitarist
4: What's
3: Tom Morello? Tom yeah. Morello,
1: one of your favorite. I know we've talked about it before, and I'm being extremely so. I love this right here, though. Oh, this is a, like a remix version of it. I guess or whatever. Just
3: no Come words in the original. Oh, I, I like seeing this because it gets him going every
1: year. He
3: had a, he has a guitar that says I'll "Arm the homeless."
1: <laughs> <laughs> take it away. You've, you've put the ball on the tee there for. Uh, so that way, when,
4: or, when, when uh, Rage Against the Machine goes on tour with three hundred dollar tickets, the homeless can take their money from them, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Got to fight it. that machine so they can have their three hundred dollar tickets.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you rage do. So That's- full of rage.
3: <laughs> Rage against the machine that made them. Rich. Oh man, right. I did.
1: Okay, I did. It. This is a. It's this is Tom Morello. Uh, if I have
3: to, li- if I have to listen to the uh, Morello talk about how big of an influence Woody Guthrie was, one more time.
1: <laughs> oh, does he?
4: At least Woody Guthrie was authentic. But well, that's 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 an easy trick to get uh, critics on your side. If you mention Woody Guthrie, oh, you're deep and you care. <laughs> Woody Guthrie came from the
3: Depression.
1: Yes, he
4: gets it. Yeah, these so, these morons haven't struggled
3: a day in their life.
1: Well, it's like I said, the arm the homeless thing, and that they are a band of the people. But you know, you can't get into one of their shows barely for under, a unless you sell your people. blood for a year. Yeah, it is crazy. But I, I like this song though. I don't like this version of it though. I mean, actually, this is. I if you ask me to, I would lose my life if you put a gun to my head, John Dawson, and said, "Name three Rage Against the Machine songs." I can ah. say Bulls on Parade, and that's pretty much it. That's the only one I can do. Yeah. Although they did open. Did you know this? I think I said this last year when we had him on the birthday game. They opened for you 2 in Columbia, South Carolina in 1992. Unless that's on a show Zoo I wouldn't TV mind getting show. too late. Because <laughs> well, usually I even, like to try to catch the opening act, because oh. sometimes the opening act is great. Well, it gets it, even better. Rage opened, and then Public Enemy was second, and then it was you 2 But I like Public Enemy, though, so I, I you know. Somehow. to listen to. <laughs> I, we've talked about this. I love Public Somehow Enemy.
3: Somehow Public Enemy is not the, my least favorite of that list.
1: Yeah. Rage play was Rage, Public Enemy, U2 in Columbia, South they Carolina. Did a,
3: they did a version of uh, Ghost of Tom Jones.
1: Who did? Rage. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Was
4: Bruce Springsteen's song? Yeah. Well, Tom Morello sat in okay, on, the on the D Street Band me. thing for a while. Oh, yeah. I'd hate to miss any of this. He's just strumming one chord. Really?
1: No. Wait a minute, don't, wait don't wait only,
4: minute. The only difference is he's probably holding good, the guitar
3: with it facing up.
1: I don't get it. He's Instead just trying of to make it, it look it different. Way? Oh!
4: Okay. So all you people, you rage against the machine fans amongst the, our listeners, and I know there's a lot of I them.
1: doubt there's. A, uh, so I, by
4: all means, let's make them hear this longer. Yeah. There you go.
1: Tom Morello, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Um, fifty-four. Bulls all right parade. Uh, you say fifty four. What do you say, John Dawson? Fifty five. He was born May thirtieth, nineteen sixty four. The exact same day as Winona Judd. How crazy is that? Winona Judd, Tomarello, both born the same deer, a uh, same year, day, everything. A female deer. This is a very <laughs>
4: annoying song.
1: It is, but I like it. You would. <laughs> okay. That is not the version that I'm familiar with, but I had to do the clean version because there's a lot of curses in the... Uh, in the. Well, uh, when
4: you can't write a song, you can always curse.
1: You've never used a curse word in any of your songs that you've written? No. Nah. Never? Not one? hmm Not dang? Nope.
4: That's not a curse word.
1: <laughs> hell? Have you ever used the word hell?
4: No. Nah. No, actually, on the new album, there is uh, a line that says, uh, it's a hell of a thing, so yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I like it.
4: Okay. Well, I'm not listening to that smut. <laughs> you could have when I sent the link to the whole album to you. I did listen to it. I was pointing at him. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's two to one now. Uh, John Dawson, or Jonathan Massey, you lead two to one. It goes to you, Jonathan Parrot Dawson. <laughs> we've talked about it. I We're doing birthdays of people that I know we've repeated. It's all good. He was a late regular on Happy Days, Dynasty, and Love Boat. Oh, the show killer. And was on Married with Children for the last year. Mm-hmm. And he's now on Shrinking, that show that you and I like, that was that Kip Kroger is a producer of. It's... You're going to have to say his name. That's all right. Do you know? Ted McGinley. That's right. Ted McGinley. Who Impossibly good looking, man. Impossibly. Who
3: is he on uh, Shrinking?
1: He's the uh, husband of the next door neighbor. Okay. Yeah, One yeah, with yeah, all the yeah. teeth.
4: Yeah. He's got a big mouth oh, full of teeth. Oh, I
1: didn't know what you were, I thought you were making a joke. No, no. he's impossibly good-looking even now i mean he's as old as he uh years old you like that i did the reverse there for you oh so thank you did you like uh, I that i find men repugnant brian but he is uh, is he not a good-looking ted mcginley come on i find him repugnant Brian. Oh. jonathan massey
3: you know nothing gets me going
1: quite like
4: b-list actors <laughs>
1: there you go ted mcginley today is his birthday john dawson how old is he today
4: i got it on the nose last year and now i have no clue
1: um, sorry <laughs> <laughs> are you warming that up to yeah 64 you say 64 what do you say Jonathan Massey 63 Ooh, I'm sorry if you'd have gone the other direction You'd have had it right on the nose. He was born May thirtieth, nineteen fifty-eight. He just doesn't He's, look that old. He does not look. I agree with that. He's sixty-five today. Because uh,
3: my point of reference is that one show.
1: Yeah. Well, you never saw him on Happy Days or Married with Children. He was a what the next-door neighbor's husband on have or on, on Married with Children too.
3: I've never seen an episode of Married with Children or Happy Days.
1: Well, I guess that's a generation. Green thing. County. I know they didn't have color TV or until Cheers like five years ago. Yeah okay guess what it's two to two comes down to the last one again john all you have to do is get this one right and you clinch the month of may it's a dead person john jonathan it goes to you and you're gonna he did the voices of bugs bunny daffy mel duck blank. porky pig tweety sylvester yosemite sam and many many others who is it mel blank mel blank now he died in 1989 so he died
4: year I was born 34, 34 years
1: ago, ago. yep uh, you get to go first, John. Do you know who we're talking about, Mel Blank? Oh, of course. Okay. How old would Mel Blank be if he were alive today, Jonathan Massey? As you're breaking out your calculator, both of you. You're got your. you going to throw it up here and show me what your guess is, John? I've already it cleared it out. I'm oh.
4: sorry. Okay. And he, when, he's, when you see Bugs Bunny eating a carrot on screen, he actually ate one in the sound booth so it would sound right. But he hated carrots, and they would yell cut, and he would spit them out, and there would be pieces of carrot all over the place. Oh,
1: my God. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. Mel Blanc. The voice of our childhood. Would you not agree? Yeah. With all those characters? know, uh, the voice of our, my childhood.
4: Yeah. 113.
1: You say 113. John Dawson, what did your little calculator machine say? I'm going to be
4: safe and say 114.
1: He was born May the 30th in the year of our Lord. 1908 he is 115 today if he were still alive and john dawson finally it only took four additional days but you clinched the month of may you win today three to two you uh, lead now 12 days to nine to one and uh, congratulations dude fight the power people fight the power that's ah chuck d mm. public enemy i love it mm. uh congratulations dude uh listen other birthdays today uh, Nuti Hines. Today is Nutty's birthday. Uh, he's celebrating a birthday. Was a key member of uh, the Kinston basketball team for uh, years. At, uh, at well, you Kinson know, Hines four
3: <laughs> or three, I guess. Uh, three. Probably. I don't think
1: he didn't play as a fr- he didn't play varsity as a freshman. I don't think, but uh, definitely his last three years. One of the best pure shooters I've ever seen. Jonathan, you?
3: Yeah, I've uh, I've been witness to several of his shooting feats. He would when we worked together. He would get out on the basketball court from half court and just spot shoot
1: dude just an amazing shooter pure pure shooter had a great motion and this is what they always told me when i was coming up and you know trying to play basketball and then i've heard other coaches say it too if you use the same motion every time you're in good shape and that man uses the same motion. i mean he's got a beautiful beautiful stroke but happy birthday to nootsie and then uh, to a guy I don't think you remember working with him. Maybe you do. He was a, a designer for us at the Free Press, uh, Jonathan Humbles. Do you remember him? Yes. You know, he passed away mm-hmm. during COVID. He was, in fact, uh, one of the first COVID deaths that we had here in uh, Lenore County. And younger than both you and I. And just very, very sad. And just felt like just remembering him today uh, here on his birthday. But the late Jonathan Humbles, just a good guy, man. I mean, he... Uh, his heart was as big as he was, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? Yes. And uh good dude, man. But did you ever meet him or know him? I did. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan was a good guy, man. He was a, a really good guy. Uh, but uh, remembering him, uh, happy birthday to Nutsi and all these other birthdays. If you're having a birthday today, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. You'll be able to – can you do a little uh, – yeah, give us your little celebration. Rarip. There you go. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation and want to thank uh, Goico Office Automation, Jacques Passelig again for uh, sponsoring the birthday game. What a great show today man. Thank you so much Richard Clark and Jackson Massey for joining me. Uh, Tomorrow we've definitely got April Houston joining us in the second hour. Uh, I think Brian North is joining us in the first hour. Listen, have a great, great uh, Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.